Fishing and hunting friends, this is the Burley Fishing Podcast. Well, right, let's you want and roll. You ready? 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 Yep. Yep. yep, yep five yep. and five, four. Welcome back to the Burley Fishing Podcast. I'm here joined with my co-host, Paul Glass. I'm Jeff Burlingame. And on the Burley Fishing Podcast today, we are talking about fishing stories, right? This is going to be a completely spontaneous episode. Got a little break between uh, guest interviews and such. And uh, yeah, we just felt like bringing up, trudging up the past, our history, our stories. The good, the bad, the ugly, the usually soggy situations <laughs> with all the rain that we come across. Uh, so we're just talking about, you know, drinking some beers, talking about some fishing trips we've been on. Um, before we get into that, you know, we got our matchup. We got all sorts of good stuff for you guys. But if you like the podcast, be sure to subscribe wherever you are listening to this thing. Drop us five star. Help us improve the show by throwing a comment in there, too, if you will. We appreciate it. And we appreciate all the love you guys have given to us really in the past 28 days this thing has been blowing up in my consideration i know we're still like a small channel but to me it's been astronomical like the numbers and everything changing we just ran this giveaway for monster bass gave away a hundred dollars in tackle we have a winner michael who is a cubs fan <laughs> so i don't know if it's your last <laughs> name i would never say your last name on this podcast i'll bleep it but i'm pretty sure that's an obvious fake last name <laughs> but anyways michael uh, who entered into our hundred dollar giveaway he is the winner and he confirmed via email that he's a real person and i love his email but i'm not giving it out and it's hilarious <laughs> <But>. <laughs> It was a pretty good email, but I had to confirm he was real. He is real, so he wins $100. Uh, congrats to him. We'll be doing more giveaways. I'm sure it's you know not something I'll, I'll do once and never do again. Uh, and we've grown so much. It's like, how can I not? We've doubled in size. This channel doubled in size. 2X. 2X over one giveaway. And it feels good to give somebody 100 bucks and tackle. That kid's going gonna, gonna to crush it. I'm green, with, I'm green with jealous rage. I mean, a hundred. So a hundred dollars in tackle. What do you buy? No, hundred dollars in. Did tackle. you spend a hundred dollars in tackle today? Let me just ask you because I did this week. So I can tell it's you not that. hard to do. You can like turn around and do that. It's you it's not hard. It's yeah. That's a hundred less dollars pissed off that your uh, wife or significant other is. So that's that's a big huge win. If I had a hundred dollars in tackle. If it was just like someone just like, here's a gift card for $100, you can only buy something that's fishing related. I, mm-hmm. I for sure would just like, I would load up on all the stuff that's not sexy. All the stuff that catches fish? Yeah, like all the... all The, <laughs> the non-novelty, the real deal stuff. Dude, all like hooks, honestly, line. No. Uh, and like I would just buy gigantic, I would just buy like three gigantic spools of braided line like 200 yeah 300 yards of like 2015 and you know whatever and then yeah and then i would just buy like hooks and crap like just all yeah. the stuff that's like it's so expensive like you go oh, look yeah. at like vmc hooks you're like well here's just <laughs> soft from <laughs> elbow down you can keep that and then uh yeah it's ridiculous sign, sign away my firstborn yeah i have two kidneys right i only really need one you don't uh, even need both, technically. I don't all know. right, then. Hey, I'll take two spinner baits. It's just, <laughs> it's very, it's, it is. I'll take I, two. It's, it's ridiculous. Perfect. 
But yeah, no, I would, that's what I would do. If I had $100, that's exactly what I would do. That's a good question. We should ask that to everybody. That's a good well, question. Let's do that right now. Hey, audience listening mm-hmm. to this podcast and or watching on YouTube, mm-hmm. you had $100 to spend on just tackle, mind you, because of course there's reels and rods and all those other sorts of things. No, there's not. Uh, but in this case, we're talking, we're just talking about tackle. So what would you buy? Um, what I spent a hundred dollars on was tungsten because it's oh, God. I, I am obsessed now though. Like I have tungsten, the, the Ned Flanders, uh, Ned heads that I get from swagger tungsten freaking love them. And then tungsten worm and flipping weights. And he made the crack about not buying flipping weights today. And I was like, as I'm unpackaging flipping. Yeah. Weights at the same I saw time. that you did that. And I was like, <laughs> I lit, so I, I, I'm looking, I have, I bought, you know, nice flipping hooks and I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, I'll get some stoppers and I'll get, I'll get, I'm going to, I'm going to get some weights. And then I'm like a one pack. These come in a one pack. Oh yeah. Like what? Like, I, w- no. I was I was unpackaging my my two pack of half ounce tungstens. Do you want to guess how much those are? Twenty bucks total. <laughs> that was eight. It was like okay. Eight dollars for two weights, which I mind you, I like when we go to the dam this weekend. You're gonna lose. Four. I'm gonna lose all of them. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I stocked, I bought. Uh, it ended up being like, I don't know. It was at least eighteen tungsten weights. So about a billion and a half dollars. And my eyes are. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm just such a do-it-yourselfer. Like I, I'm a, I'm a do-it-yourselfer. I'm a. Wow. How do I want to put this? I'm not a cheap. I'm not a cheap ass. Uh-huh. I, but I am frugal. I am frugal. Hey, I do. This is so true. This is this is uh, last year. No, before last year, Paul basically told me. Hobie pro angler a bust. And I was like, holy shit, that's a really expensive boat. And then we talked about it. And we all dreamed <laughs> about it. And then the next year, I'm like, let's do it. Let's buy this Hobie. And we go to the store together and I leave with a Hobie. <laughs> this is like literally who I am <laughs> versus who you are when it comes to these things. I was we were just looking. I was like, Paul. Will you meet me at the store in Lansing, <laughs> and will we look at this together, and we'll talk about it. And we did, and we, and we did. had lunch, and we had lunch, and we talked about it. We, nope, we, we nope. pros and cons. Yep. And I go back and I freaking bought it. <laughs> uh-huh. Like I send him a picture from it being in the back of my truck. It's like <laughs> I did a thing. Sorry, not sorry. And Paul is is now on the path. You're, I'm glad to hear that you're on the path to getting gonna, your pro. We're gonna, we're gonna walk. We're gonna we're gonna discuss that. Not we'll at length. It. Cause I don't want to, it hurts me to, hurts me to get into that level of detail on spending that many dollars at one with, for one item. Right. But this is a depiction of your frugality in that it, it is. I will. I told, I literally oh. texted Jeff. I will not buy these. I'm using bullet weights and I'll tie a knot. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do that. That's, I have a thousand bullet weights and they cost me like mm-hmm. toenail scraps. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Which, mind you. I also have all the lead weights too. Yeah, well, yeah. But it's like that's what I started with, and I haven't run out of them because I never use them anymore. <laughs> after trying tungsten, it was just life changing. So, Fair just saying, it. not necessary to catch fish. Not necessary to catch fish. Very important. I'll put it on camera for you. What? That it's not. <laughs> I just did. We're on camera. Oh yeah. Well, this weekend. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll, we'll throw it in every video from now on. 
All right. April Madness. Question, question of the week. April Madness. Week five matchup. Elite eight. We've moved on to the second round. West division matchup. We got number one shades. Number one seed shades. Hard shake. Number one seed makes sense. Number five seed sunblock. Mm. This is a this is a this is like a a, a a Duke Wisconsin or something like matchup. This is not it's not for the faint of heart. Um, I feel like if you guys are seeing Paul right now in his translucent skin, I'm shaking. Uh, you can probably imagine where I, he has to go. I can't I can't even. This is brutal. <laughs> this is like firstborn or secondborn. I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't Man, if you put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Right. Got All right. It. You Am go I first. Go? Yeah, I can't. All right. I can't. You're still processing. Yeah, All right. I... Um. So for me, this might be somewhat surprising, but uh, I I'm definitely like. I almost always forget sunblock and I know that you're the complete opposite because I've gone on trips with you, (laughs) but I almost always forget it. And that means I will soon be dying of melanoma and I accept this, (laughs) I accept this fact (laughs) for, I do not put on sunblock. So it's a hundred thousand percent for me, my shades, because I just can't, I'm like art. My eyes are already super sensitive to the sun. I don't know what it is. uh, But like, I can look completely away from the sun and still my eyes are like, "Uh, it's bright out here. You guys (laughs) just the ambient light just murders me. (laughs) I hate the sun so much as far as sight goes, not as far as my flesh goes. So I have to have my shades. Uh, But I also here's, here's the reason I may potentially still survive another 10 years before melanoma strikes. Uh, I do wear like the sun shirts and the pants, and I, I am like the fully clothed fisherman. Yeah, it's true. You know, like people will look at me. It's 187 degrees outside. With the whole, I have it all up, and people yeah. they they always ask me like, "How are you alive?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, it's moisture wicking, and it's breathable." <laughs> it's moisture wicking. <laughs> Get off my back. <laughs> As you're like I, shack, like dripping sweat, like from. <laughs> it's wicking. No, this is the wicking of the moisture. It's fine. So yeah, I'm covered anyways, so I usually don't wear sunblock. <laughs> I if this was almost any other matchup, sunblock would win. Shades is a critical item though. Like Very why cool. like why would you go fishing other? I'm going shades. There's reasons the one seed. I did the rankings, so I'm a slave to the rankings. I really want to pick sunblock though, because comfort if I put on if I put on my 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 flesh is already tingling. If I if I put on SPF 35, that copper tone sport, if I put it on like right in the morning, I'm good for the entire day. And he does every every single trip, people. Right. If you go like, on a trip with him, thing. you will have to do the the manscaping of the sunscreen <laughs> for this boy. You yeah. you will be oiling his back. <laughs> and I will make it weird. <laughs> and he will absolutely every time make oh, yeah. it. Weird as possible. You will cringe. But yeah. But I'm going the reason to... you never burn is because you got an inch thick layer of sunscreen on you. Like I got like four t-shirts on. One of them's made of liquid. It's it brings not... a bottle for the day. It's the whole bottle. <laughs> it's, not, it's what it is. It's a non-issue. Yep. But yeah, I'm going shades. I would I would layer up and deal with it. And I, I'm going shades. God dang. All right. Matt, moving on. That <laughs> one's dang it. All right. This boat is just so sad. It's it got is. no this pliers. One... It's got no sunscreen. <laughs> 
<laughs> Speaking of pliers. Speaking of pliers. I think I got to go back in my text here, but I think it's... I got I to gotta look up at what moment in the video, but uh, in the latest video of, of Jeff and I fishing, uh, you can see very clearly where Jeff is uh, struggling with a crankbait, getting it out of a fish's mouth. And he, what does he reach for? Oh, it was, it was twice in that video because it was yeah. the Ned rig on the big 18er. It's <laughs> so. not his, it's not, it's not his pinky finger that he's reaching for. He's reaching <laughs> for the pliers there. And, uh, and they worked. It's, I'm just saying it's a good tool. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say it was a bad tool. It's a mattress. You gotta <laughs> pick one. I know. And I will. I will also say I did not eat. I did not wear bug spray that day. Yeah. It's, well, it's it was like, like crazy weather. A lot of winds. Yeah. There's no skeeters. So sure. you you had one. I think you had like one mosquito. You're like that's weird. I did. I like, and then what, we had. What are you doing here? No other bugs the entire trip. <laughs> so I didn't need it. So I, you know, I was like, oh well, I don't need bug spray, so I use my pliers. All right. Dude, that Ned, the the like one-aught uh, tungsten hooks I have, that have like giant, uh, ridiculous Ned hook, that was like buried in the corner of that 18 and a half or, uh, the, into his mouth. And I couldn't get it out. It was like twisted too because he was in the current like rolling and I was fighting him like crazy upstream. It was ridiculous. But yeah, I had to use pliers for that too. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I just right, want to prove a point. No big deal. <laughs> I'm right. Number nine, <laughs> number nine, number nine, second matchup, number nine seated water bottle. So this is your water for the day. This is the full water bottle, not the empty water bottle. Correct. Very, very big. I think empty water's bottle has been eliminated. Uh, yeah, because we have uh, stable boats. So we just stand up and pee <laughs> off the side or pee on your boat and it goes out the scupper holes, whatever. Live your own uh, life. Dude, that <laughs> fish spermed all over my boat last That's weekend. <laughs> like I got bodily fluids everywhere. It's fine. <laughs> This is normal. <laughs> <laughs> number nine water bottle versus number three nippers, which have survived. Nippers. Who did who did the nippers clear? Good question. Hold please. Number just, nippers. Just... Number nine nippers cleared. They cleared Crocs, remember? I don't remember that. Was I a part of this conversation? This was, was I John, This podcast? was JC. You were on the podcast. We chose nippers over Crocs? Dude, everyone, Jack, like, murdered the Crocs. Oh, yeah. Well, people don't like them because they just they don't understand them. You know, you gotta... I thought I didn't like them either until I got them, so I'm just saying. They're on outside the, on, slippers. It's not on, a question. On the behalf of the Crocs, give them a dang chance. So, yeah, if you haven't should... worn them, you can't say anything. That's the rule. If it was a play-in game, it wouldn't even be close. Crocs would win for sure. But it's not. It's number three nippers. Lead eight versus number nine water bottle. Continue. uh, Water. Water. I mean, number three nippers just seems really high now. That's a bad ranking. (laughs) Oh, God. It's not I mean, if you want to go out for more than three hours, Mm -hmm. water. Yeah, I can definitely not drink anything for three but yeah that's about the capacity it's like that's it man it's like 301 three hours and one minute you're doing one of these like no <gasps> oh, it's so thirsty you're gonna, need, you're gonna need that yeah all right that was it that was an easy one shades Boom. knocks out sunblock brutal uh fatality number nine water bottle uh trouncing number three nippers in a solid upset love it yep there we go all right, all right. weekly Here check we in Weekly check-in, week in review. We don't have a name for this yet. I call the it the check-in. Banger. Very lame. Yeah. Oh, the weekly banger. That that is uh, from the newsletter. Or is this a Maybe should we explain that? Is that going to be its own podcast? 
I think we got to wait on that one. I'm not ready for that yet. Bangers and dangers. This is the danger. Weekly danger. I think the bangers and dangers will be a uh, podcast that is recorded around a campfire. Yeah, I would agree. It'll be a campfire one. I'm only only have one beverage. I need more than that to to really do that justice. All right, weekly danger. Walk me through. Walk me through the weekend. (laughs) The weekend was epic. Take me. Take me away, Sandman. (laughs) Take me home, country road. Mm -hmm. We uh, took a country road, and I mean. The, the trip started out great just when, like, you called me and you're like, hey, ramp's closed. I'm turning around, <laughs> and then I passed you on the road. Yeah. <laughs> and you were recording on your camera, oh, so it's yeah, only yeah. me pull behind you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so we went to fish a area of the Grant. I turned off location services. Okay, God. It's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> All right. It matters. Uh, it matters. So an undisclosed location located upon the Grand River, the majestic Grand River, is where we went to fish. And it was fantastic, as the Grand almost always is. Like, I I know there are sections maybe that aren't that great, but, like, the vast majority of that river is so, so much fun. Uh, especially when flooding is not insane. So water level was actually down. We got there. It looked like it was down, like, three feet. It was so, low. Yeah, it was pretty low. But still, I the think- current. Current was fairly rapid, fairly rapid. Uh, so Paul's paddling, by the way. You got to keep this in mind. I have a pedal kayak. He has a paddle kayak. So traversing a high current river in a paddle kayak. Paul, how fun was that? Okay, it wasn't traversing that was the issue. It okay. was going upstream. That was <laughs> that was yeah. frustration was had. I'm glad yeah. that a lot of that footage didn't make it in, even though I did send it. So oh, that was. I considered it, but people just watching people be mad. I don't know. Do you guys want to see that? <laughs> Dude, you, yeah, you know what? If you want to see, if you want to see that, the I, footage is available. I put in your epic reward, man. So there was my one of my favorite moments was Paul. That's gonna be a story. I think we need to hit that as a story. Okay, we need to wait on that one. That was a lot of drama. So yeah, <laughs> this trip has stories in it. Then, so let's just long and short of it. Look, we went yeah. and we fished the Grand River. We were trying to get upstream slash figure them out for quite a while, and then I happened to cross one on a red square bill, flat sided square bill from Six Sense, and that thing freaking banged and all day long too. Like I caught many more smallmouth on that. So we got our first smallie. So you know, blood was spilt. We were ready. We were thirsty, and we paddled upriver a bit more through the toughest little choke point we found, which we'll come back in Paul's story. Uh, current very, very high, very intense. It was like around a bend, too. It was like just a ridiculous spot. But once we cleared that little choke point, we found an island, which was a lot of fun. So we we maintained six-foot distance apart. We, we socially distanced ourselves on a tiny island, which would be like, if you think about it, really weird if you're like marooned on an island with another person. It's like, oh. Hey, the, <laughs> arms length. Me, please. So we we grabbed our uh, spinning rods. We just fished the Ned rig, and uh, you caught one. I heard you. I walked over towards you, maintaining enough distance, cast in the same spot, and pulled another one out. So <laughs> doubled up. First double of the day. It was freaking there were three. Dope. There were three doubles to that day. That was awesome. So fish that paddle upstream a bit more and we figured out a little i accident we accidentally happened upon the trick for the day which was a weedless chartreuse ned head uh with a guggen baits rattling ned in a dark color with like a it had like a flashy green 
greenish kind of underside and it was then it was like black with red fleck so i have two bags of now in different colors yeah <laughs> stocked up man so i had one that was pre-rigged because i was showing examples of like rigging different ned rigs on my youtube channel i just had it like i've never fished with it i've never caught a fish on the rattling ned not once so i was like man eh, this is whatever trash here you go paul and <laughs> you fish this trash here's some garbage <laughs> but I, I had like three extras in case I, I broke off in the river and i was going to tie them on and try them and you lost yours <laughs> and like also fell in at a very uh, oh, dangerous yeah, spot. Right. Yeah, we were like still on the island, climbing on those log jams and just fishing <laughs> off the front of the island, which, you know, that's smart. That's what smart people do. And uh, Paul falls in, which I didn't get on camera. I thought I would. I had super wide on, Straight didn't deep. catch it. I just, I, you hear just sploosh. And then I go, whoa, are you all right? <laughs> and a big, <laughs> you're like, I'm fine. Yep. So I hand him, I gave you a choice and you picked the chartreuse head, which came back right after that. So then we hop back in the boats, travel up, and then we hit in that one spot. I think we caught, frick, I don't know, nine, almost 10 fish. Yeah. In that it's spot. In that stretch. I, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So like I paddled up, I started fishing mine uh, with uh, just, I think it was just the regular chartreuse, uh, copper truce, Z Man copper truce color. Uh, not weedless and caught, uh, I had two, it broke the hook broke. So I broke five hooks that day. All these, uh, actually the chartreuse heads that they really kind of won the day too, but they also didn't win the day, the couple won the day, but the hooks sucked. <laughs> so that, yeah, I, I broke off on the second one and that's when you caught, I don't know if this is one of your stories. No. But so Paul was, uh, you, you were hitting the bank pretty hard, just drifting down and not getting much. And you said you were getting kind of dejected. I had the, I had the drag chain down. I was getting teed off and, uh, getting upset. And, and I realized because I had sunglasses on that I could actually see there was like a, there was like a, almost like a trench running parallel to the bank and I was on the other side of it. So um, it, it, it was probably only six or eight inches deeper than, than where the, the lower part of the bank was where I was fishing. And I was like, well, I'm not fishing in there. And so I paddled back upstream, dropped the, dropped the drag chain again. And like third or fourth cast into that little trench was just like a 19 inch monster. And I was like, I lost it in a good way. Not lost the fish, caught the fish, brought it in the boat. But like, I lost my mind. I was like, I had, I, cause to that point, it spent like two hours of like paddling and just not catching lots of fish. And like, it's fine. I wouldn't have been mad if that was the whole trip, but I wouldn't have been like thrilled. <laughs> I could have not caught anything else. And I would have been like jacked up about that whole trip. It was, it would have been totally worth the drive. That was pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, you had that 19 and I just hear some whooping and, uh, did I, I leaned I back you? in my seat so hard. I dropped my seat down. <laughs> yeah. I said that's on camera. That was so good. I was like, <laughs> I was like what is this? Yeah. And then, uh, so you had that net on. So I was like, oh, I'll tie this net on. So I tied it on and like first cast, mm-hmm. this, this, uh, was this another double up or am yeah. I thinking of it? Yeah. No, this was no, you were right after it was right after like right while I was like, while I was like putting that fish back in the water. Cause it was on camera. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, yep. so Paul, this is, this is on the video. So if you guys want to see everything we're saying right now, just go to the Burley Fishing YouTube channel and watch the one we put up uh, Monday. I think it was Monday. I can't wait to be like 67 and like watching these. <laughs> Dude, it's going to be fun. But like you're on the camera, you had just released and you're talking about it. And then you go, oh, Jeff's screaming, which is a good thing. <laughs> which means we're, on, we're probably on fish. And then turn around and I'm holding that 18 and a half. And I was, so it's like 19, 18 and a half, like back to back. It was Crazy. freaking dope. And I tried to rival your reaction. I usually do. I was whooping and hollering too. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Like when I look, when I look back at video, uh, or, or even when I like think back, I'm always like, man, I'm such a calm, cool and collected <laughs> outdoorsman. And then like, I look at my video, I'm like, <laughs> I'm a freaking fangirl. I can't help it. Like, I, I don't want to be that guy. Like, I don't want to be like Broy McBro staff, but like, I just like, there's no filter. Like, I'm not like, I'm going to be cool when I catch this one and I won't care. I can't help it. I just like yeah, turn into a dork. But, oh, see, uh, no, I just, I, I don't know. There's nothing you can do about it. I hope people recognize that like, if you were like to script your own reaction, it would look differently than what it actually is. At least for me. Yeah, for sure. I but mean, I don't, I'm just like, ah, that was awesome. <laughs> We've talked about that before. That was on like one of the first episodes. Yeah talking yeah. about like fishing reactions how do you not freak out it's just so awesome I'm it just, just feels so good <laughs> i love it, it does it does and it is fun and then i don't know that's part of it but regardless great day <laughs> it was a great day we had a, like a you know 15 yep. 20 fish day it was it was a good day or a lot of fish in the boat and uh some big ones thought, and a lot of double ups yeah there was i think the majority of them were over 16 inches i would oh, yeah i would say Right, so it's some decent size, decent size smallies. I caught a sucker fish that was interesting. It was, uh, I think they're called red horse. Yep, because the red fin. So I said it was a white sucker, but it it did have red fins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the only difference. But yeah, so I mean, uh, I I think people around me like there's there's a lot of like uh, red horse fishing aficionados. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's sought after and pop, pop one of those in the smoker my guy and i caught him on a red square bill not a small yeah. one like a large red square bill well and you see the size of that fish's mouth and like the orientation yeah. of it it's like a yeah. drum like looking fish it does not seem like it looks like something that vacuums the bottom it does not look like something that would eat a square bill right dude he put up a friggin' fight he fought like a catfish mm-hmm. that's what dragged you down yeah, he was moving, and it yeah. was a well, lot. Well, you had a good size. That's like 20-plus inch. I mean, that was, yeah, a, that was a big fish. And I was like, what's this? Trash? Threw it back. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> to everybody. That I, I didn't say trash. I thought it was really freaking cool. I was excited. Because it's a new yeah. species. It's one of those things. It's like, catch a new a new type of fish you've never caught or even really thought about or fish like, for. Yeah, it's that'd cool. be like. That'd be like if you're if you're like Ash Ketchum and you just like hucked a pokeball like behind your back and like oh, like what's that? Like, CG, my first one. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> look at me. Wow, Snorlax. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dude, you're about to upgrade that Snorlax. You got to get a, a new Snorlax sticker. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I took the what? sticker off and I <gasps> you know. Did you cry? I I, I left I, mine I sh- on when I sold it and I was like, you have to keep that on. <laughs> <laughs> I shed a man tear. It was, we're going to get to it. Okay, so that was the trip. Anything else on the trip you wanted to cover? Uh, I, had a lot of, I had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. 10 out of 10, would do again. Will do again. 
will do this weekend. <laughs> Upcoming trip, which will be on next week's uh, YouTube channel on Wednesday. We are going to fish the Flat River this time at an undisclosed location, and I will not. We're not going to get specific. We're not going to get. But specific. let's just say that there is something very scenic at the beginning that will be extremely uh-huh. recognizable. Going to our place. That's if it. they watch the video, they're going to be like, "Oh, that thing." Scenic. No, because the cameras are going to be facing downwards towards the bottom of the boat. <laughs> oh, how does that water look? It's a great it stream. Sick. All right, moving on. Thanks for ruining everything. Uh, turkey. I so I I went turkey hunting on Monday and Tuesday. Just the mornings, half days. Um, thank you to my wife for letting me go. I'm not joking that it's a big deal. Uh, it's you get basically two weeks. Um, I don't know the statistics, um, but uh, Michigan hunters are fairly successful. I'm setting myself up for failure here. Um, just started turkey hunting last year, dude. It is fun. Got up really crack butt crack of dawn for what did I get up at four four o'clock? Um, Ew. Yeah. But totally, <laughs> I was so excited. Um, was already packed up, ready to roll. Hopped in the truck around 4:45 ish. Um, spot near my house where I know there are birds. Went out, uh, hit the crow call to try and scare up uh, a gobble, just to see if I could see if one was all jacked up. You know, because what you do is you do what's called shot calling, and with a shot call, you're just doing something super light. You could just slam your car door. And the birds, because they're in their, you know, mating season, and and there's so much going on for them, they're they're, they're like they're all jacked up, and they're like <laughs> so excited that like even like a car door is like, <laughs> and so um, they're giving themselves away though, so that's why they get you know that's why you hunt them during this time of year. So I went over, slammed the car door, listened for a gobble, didn't hear anything, hit the crow call, <laughs> nothing. Um, so I was like, all right, going to the, going to the next spot. So. Met up with my brother-in-law um, at an undisclosed location that will remain undisclosed, and uh, we heard, we get, you know, we got onto the woods and we were kind of talking about, all right, like it, it, this is it's still like it's five forty-five, yeah. first lights at like six six fifteen. Um, we're in the woods and uh, we're kind of figuring out like where we're gonna go because we know where we think there's gonna be birds. We're all planned out, but then uh, a chicken, and then. Yeah. Like we're talking like half mile away, and then all of a sudden, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> it's just like he's gobbling at this chicken, at this rooster. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, chicken rooster. And so <laughs> I was gonna up, leave that for the comments. <laughs> we walk, yeah, we walk all the way. We walk to like the edge of the private, the public crop. We're on public ground. We walk mm-hmm. to the edge of the of the public, and I can hear him, and he's on private, but he's probably only maybe hundred. 150 yards away now you can never really tell because if they turn their head one direction or the other it's they sound like they're in a totally different place but yeah. it's he was deaf i start we sat down we set up some decoys started calling seemed like he was coming closer and closer and closer but then at some point he just stopped and he like wasn't going to cross that line on the, on the public so um didn't get that bird walked around tried to hit him a couple different times didn't get it walked around a lot that day it got hot and i mean like it got like it went yeah, from it was... like 40s into like the high 60s yeah, it was um, almost 70 that day. It was pretty it hot. So we called it around 10. I had to get back to work. So worked the rest of the day. Got up early. Did these, literally had the same exact day the next day. Got back on that bird. Had him calling. Had him gobbling. Couldn't get him. Um, I'm giving up on that bird. I, I don't want to, but I don't have unlimited time. So yeah. we'll get back. we're going to go. We're going to get back at it Sunday. We're going to hit one or two new spots. I found a spot that I really like setting up in a field. So um, it's on... Uh, um, 
Turkey Federation property, so I'm I'm jacked up about that. So we'll see what happens. I really want to get a turkey, man. And if I do, I'll do a video on how to smoke a wild turkey and then how to make turkey stock, which is liquid gold. Um, but yeah, awesome. so that's coming down. And then the other big news, I listed, I listed two of my kayaks. Listed, Ouch. Listed the 11-footer, listed the, the which is like my backup kayak um, mm-hmm. that my wife uses. And then listed the, listed the Predator, which is, that hurts. The, it's a stake to the heart. I bet. Stake to the heart. Um, <laughs> but the intent is to sell both of those boats and then upgrade to a, uh, a, a Hobie PA-12. In, in, in Papaya. Probably in papaya, <laughs> in what's first available for the what, used market. <laughs> I would really, I would really like to get it in camo. I'm, I know I may pay a, a top dollar for that, but I'm frugal. And if if, yeah. if someone's willing to part with a papaya for like a thousand bucks less, see ya. <laughs> this boy up, Paul at burlyfishing.com. Send Here's, me your shit. <laughs> I'm ready to, I'm ready to purchase. But yeah, we'll see what happens. But that is a, I on board. Sad. I'm gonna enjoy this trip. I'm gonna enjoy this trip. Could be. It, it probably it won't be. be, but it could be the last one. But it probably won't be. It, it takes a hot minute to sell a boat that expensive. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it took me so the John was like three weeks yeah. for the John. It's around that price point. Yep. Yeah. Um, rad. Let's talk. Show meat. Show me. <laughs> Transition softly into the show me. Um, all right. I basically we're gonna hit up a couple stories. I, I do wanna there's reasons that stories are good, and it's not always just because of like hilarity. The hilarity, which is a big Comedic deal. Timing. There is always Drama. that. But there's always something that you'll like figure out too. And yeah. so I wanna hit that too. So I I will do you wanna go first? Yeah, so I have about a billion stories, but uh, sure. I'm we're narrowing start... it down to like two. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I figure we got time for like one or two really, really good ones, and then maybe oh. like a couple short, quick and sweet, you know, mm-hmm. kind of deals. Um, I'm gonna start with the beer cinco slash fifty bass one day one puddle classic <laughs> epic epic day so that lake will remain undisclosed as well that they that forever because i don't we want ate to... out of that lake and we caught a ton of Dude, fish out of that lake. what a lake so i was all in one trip right i'm not mixing this up the beer cinco is like the day before yes. no, no, no the puddle is day no. one yes was, no, no no this is the salmon trip the puddle was on the salmon trip Oh, brother we had another there. person with us on the other yeah. side. Yeah. All right. Scratch Senko. I'm mixing. I'm mixing. We'll come back to the beer Senko. It's very okay. important. But I want to start off with the puddle because this this is a story that like fishing stories are made of. This is like yeah. what fishing stories aspire to be. So just imagine catching 50, 50 bass each and both with a three and a half pounder in Michigan in when was that? That was like late fall. It was raining, and it's I had cold and, and I had a and I had a sweater on. We were we were layered up, and it yeah, was I had raining. jeans. Was yeah, miserable day, and so so like we're all going up. So Paul's driving with his brother in law. We're going up to do a guided salmon trip. Uh, where are we fishing the big man? We're fishing the big man in Michigan. A river. 
A- <laughs> Nobody's ever heard of that one. All right. Anyway, <laughs> a trophy salmon fishing. <laughs> like, never heard of it. What what is that about? <laughs> never heard of her. <laughs> At any rate, so you're driving up with your brother-in-law. I was ahead of you guys, and I had already pulled out the old sportsman guide, right, to figure out where I wanted to fish because I want to do some bass fishing the day before. I hadn't been out in a little while that that current time of the year. Uh, so I went up early, probably like two hours earlier than you guys. And we had just, yep, that thing right there. So we had that 2016. Yep. So we had that one. And, uh, you and I had talked a few times. I had post-it noted the whole thing. So like, like it's these, one of these, we had been to this spot previously. Yeah. In the beer Cinco trip. (laughs) No, no, we were. We were fishing for a different species of fish on a different piece of water that is within some miles. And we had driven by this lake. Oh, and yeah. I said, and I said, that lake's probably- that's a place we should go to. <laughs> yep. And here we are. <laughs> so, so, so we plotted it out. So basically I picked three lakes. I was going to hit, you know, two of them if I had time. So I, I went up early hit one lake, it was, you know, 75 mile an hour winds uh, blowing across this entire Great lake. Times. Great times. I was having fun. I was in my paddle kayak at the time because I still had the uh, Predator, the 13 foot Predator at that time. So paddling through the wind, suffering immensely. It was freezing cold. My fingers were numb. I was like, I this sucks. Maybe I'll just go wait for them at the hotel or whatever. And I started paddling out. And this is when I tied on the Ned rig before i had ever caught a fish on a ned rig and i was like this thing's stupid this thing won't work it does seem dumb it does if you look <laughs> at it like it's the dumbest thing i've ever heard no way so i threw it on i'd been playing with it before so i knew kind of what i was doing so i cast that sucker out by some docks and lo and behold i catch my first fish of the trip so i'm like oh red things are happening now and i of course screamed and hollered and then i caught one right after that like cast for cast and i caught him on my way out so i had like two or three but i was like also this lake kind of sucks um it was really uh clear water windy extremely weedy just like weird conditions and i was like i'm i'm just gonna go find something else so i hit up the other one the one that you had said should, should be a banger and i show up there and it had that like completely sand boat launch right so i'm like this is weird i'm just gonna drag my boat down we'll figure this out the lake is so small it's absurd like i don't even know i could paddle across it effortlessly in in like less than five five minutes is it like 30 acres is it less than i could tell you dude yeah all right Facts are coming in. So I got my boat. I got, right. I got my book. <laughs> there you go. So at any rate, I Paul's gonna come in. in here. Uh, well, we'll find out. We'll get facts. I'll pull them up on your story later if I have to while you're talking. But no, you uh, do your thing. At any rate, this lake is friggin' tiny. Just believe us. There, there's one house on this lake, and it is a public lake. It's very strange. There's just one house like up on a hill there, and I, I go in. I'm trying to figure this out. I. I uh, was in like the lower section of it and just dinking around with a few different uh, lures and nothing was really working. So then I started hitting the bank, moving up, throw on that Ned rig Hold again. On. What was your guess? 30 acres. It's 28. 28 acres? I was close. I yeah. <laughs> and, and apparently 
Man, we gave away too much information. You showed the title of that book, too, so I could just go look for any 30-acre link. All right. If, if you figured it out, just don't tell anybody else. Go die. <laughs> you can't have it. It's ours. We're going to buy it. We're going to buy that house and just own this thing, right. and it's private now. But at any rate, so I, I was dinking around on the, on, the, on the bank throwing that Ned, and then I landed that three-and-a-half-pounder, and I sent you a Snapchat as you're driving up. I was like, dude, come to this lake. And I was like, start doing 90. <laughs> so he speeds up. I keep fishing. I turned the boat around from the bank to like, what was that? Like 25, 30 yards offshore off the bank. And I start casting towards the middle of the lake and just letting that Ned rig sit there, just dead sticking it. And I was pulling bass out cast for cast for cast, like just crushing it. And I, I start snapping Paul back. I'm like, I hope you're close because I'm just <laughs> hammering it right now. And then he gets there. You got there with your brother-in-law. You guys pulled out. We talked a little bit. I basically like threw you my Ned rigs. I was like, take these. No, they work. No, no, no. I no you used your own. Yeah. I made my own. This was part of the, probably one of the best parts of the story, but I gave your brother-in-law a ton of Neds. I was uh, like, here, these work. They're bass oh, candy. No, hold on. So. <laughs> Okay, that's correct. You you give him like two handfuls of Neds and so and rigs. I take ball head jigs that yep. I had and, and trick worms and mm. just bit the tails off. Yep. And rigged them up. Which and is I, the original Ned rig. I mean, that's how it started. Really. I was like, I can make this. I don't have any. I don't need <laughs> <Yeah>. any. <laughs> Which, again, illustrates the type of fisherman you are. And we're back. <laughs> we've had this discussion. But uh, so so the, the best part was what we learned from this, right? So because, again, every story is going to have a little lesson. This, this is story time. We got lessons, oh, right? So what's the lesson here? The way I was fishing the Ned Rig mattered. The Ned Rig itself did not. Because I gave your brother-in-law all of those. And you ended up putting up like 50. I, I did numbers. You did the way. same giant and I, caught, and I caught a big fish too. And you had another three and a half, right? So it's like we had each had a big fish, each had the big numbers, but it was because of the way we were fishing it. We were dead sticking it. And I it got was, the OT, I got the OTR. And the one for the road. Oh, you always <laughs> it allowed us to get off the fucking lake. I don't think we've explained that. We've not explained that. We we will in a moment. But yeah. uh was it the birth of that? It can't have been the birth of that. No. It might have been because we did been. we did kind of polish off a little fifth of bird <laughs> on this lake too. So Paul and I basically anchored up face towards the middle of the lake and we're casting <laughs> out the neg and just we're pulling fish just one for one for one every single time, doubling up all day long. It was insane. And I had brought a fifth of Cascade Blonde, which if you guys don't know, is a twenty dollar fifth of bourbon. The <laughs> other is, other liquid gold. The other other liquid gold, which is so freaking delicious. And it's a fish-based bourbon, right? It's got that fish on the front. You know, this is like like this beer that I'm drinking right now. It's got the fish on it, so I automatically have to try it. And it was the first time I tried it there, and it was delicious. And it's got, like, instructions on the back to convert the, the cork, cork. Yeah. into a bobber. And I thought that was so cool. Anyway, so we basically, between the three of us, polished this fifth off. And now we're feeling pretty great, still catching fish. And this is, we're going to call this, this This will have to have been the, the inauguration of. Well, hold on. We're, road. All right. We'll explain the OTR. Then we can go back to lesson because it's important. Mm. So, yeah. 
basically just the the technique that you're using is so important so somebody says oh spinner baits they always catch fish and you're throwing a spinner bait and you don't catch any fish it's not the spinner bait's fault it's probably not <laughs> color's fault it's how you're fishing it yeah. it's because you're supposed to burn that along a weed edge or something like that and that's what the fish want and then each lure also has so many different techniques that can that you can use with it so like the ned rig for example that we're using that day the most common way to catch fish on it is like that dead stick where it's just sitting there it's a mushroom shaped jig head so it sits uh with the jig head sitting right on the floor uh of the lake or the body of water you're on and then the plastic sits facing straight up and it kind of waves around it's like, vertical vertical like some sort of bottom life or something you know those little punching bag things those like blow up with the sand at the bottom yeah. and you punch them and they come right back up that's exactly what it looks like that's perfect and it moves just like that in the water and the fish freaking love it you know and using like the z-man elastic for example works a little better but cinco's will sit upright like that too if you have a decent sized jig and you were using ball head jigs it's just like the 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 sandy bottom i think on that lake really worked really well in your yep. favor for that whereas a rocky bottom might not it wouldn't have worked as well but it also depends on what you're doing with it because if you're hopping it you can get you can get the job done it's not as good nothing yep. is as good because that one that this quality hook cuz it's got the that wire keeper which is yep. a big deal and then the plastic that you're using the z-man plat it's that so, ned plastic man. is just indestructible uh, I, mean, really, I mean you can catch 30 fish on it and and oh, it could still be there it's it's hard to i think i switched baits once that day so i had two two plastics i used for 50 fish i i have bought maybe a dozen bags in my life yeah it seems high <laughs> that seems I, <laughs> a little high like they just high. last forever i still have my original bag of like uh the copper truce no, <laughs> i still have it crazy. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. The, the, that's the difference. That's like when when people are like, "What are you doing?" And like you are fishing <laughs> right two feet from somebody using the same bait and, and catching them, and someone's not. Like that's the reason. It's like, how are you fishing? Because brother-in-law, the guy knows how to fish without a doubt. Could not. He just couldn't. Just I bless his heart. Could not figure it out. I think he just had a tactic he was trying to use that wasn't the one that we were using. Correct. And, you know, you, you get after it. We're, I'm definitely extremely guilty of this. You get stubborn and you're like, no, I'm going to catch it this way. Or you have for facts too. Yeah, it's like, absolutely. Nope, this is going to happen there. or it's not. I'm out of here. <laughs> and I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah. So, so we had just kind of figured it out and it was just, I'll, I'll say this too. Like if you guys are ever struggling and I've had a few people ask me on like YouTube or Instagram or wherever the, the past couple of weeks. It's like if you're struggling to catch fish, my my guess usually if you're fishing the right stuff is you're fishing too fast. And that's what happened to us to that day. Right. Yep. It's like we were struggling or I was struggling at first before you guys got there and we just dialed it in. Uh, but I think I was fishing too fast. You know, they weren't looking for something moving like that. And once I landed on the Ned rig, I'm now fishing the bottom and then I wasn't moving for a painful amount of time and they were just eating it up. And sometimes it's like, just slow down, just try something different. You're fishing a uh, spinnerbait, you're burning spinnerbaits and cranks and they're not doing anything. Slow down, move towards the bottom, you know? Yeah, that, that's my, so, yeah, my piece of advice for anybody. And this goes for like, if we're at the cottage and there's a kid who can't catch one on a worm, I'm like, they don't want worms right now. 
<laughs> yeah. They're either it's one of two things. They either yeah. don't want what you have or they're not there. And so if you can't move, just do something completely different. It doesn't matter what you do differently. You change mm-hmm. color, higher mm-hmm. in the water column, lower in the water column, faster, slower, different bait, you know, yeah. it top it doesn't matter. Just do something different. Fish are there. They almost always are in numbers. And especially if you know they're on like, like at your cottage, right? It's like, do you know there's fish in that lake? A billions. They're there. They're there. So if they're not, if you're not getting a bite, a look, a move, if, if you can't see anything, any shadows or any bodies in the water, you're not feeling a tug on your line ever or anything change <laughs> just change it up anything different i agree <clears throat> yeah so that was an amazing day we got hammered on the water uh i i landed my boat on the wrong side of the lake on accident because i just pulled all that bourbon <laughs> i just remember going head down and your brother i was like over here and i was like okay and i just paddled like 500 miles an hour to the wrong beach <laughs> and i was like oh you guys should probably drive me home <laughs> all right it was a good time Man, we're already, story. we're already we're already almost at an hour. All right, this two-hour episode. Oh, <laughs> that's go. right. It's a four-parter. So, all right, <laughs> this one. So, I bought a boat. I bought an aluminum 14-foot deep V with a 58 Johnson, uh, 18 horse, and I bought a trolling motor mounted on the back. Um, bought the boat thinking like. This was before I'd ever gotten a kayak. And I was like, love fishing. Did a ton of river fishing. I was like, I need a boat. Like, I want to fish. And I'm like, this is the way to do it. I'm going to do it old man style. And so I buy this boat for like a thousand bucks. Maybe it was 1200. I think it was 1200 trailer and all. Go and pick it up. It is a piece of garbage. And so <laughs> I, I worked on the motor. I had somebody who's a professional work on the motor. I'm not a motor person. I'm, I, I like doing things, though. So I rigged up the lights, re-rigged the battery, got the cheapo fish finder rolling, all the lights rolling, everything set up. I freaking worked on the trailer. I worked on the, the the bearing buddies. I greased everything. I, like, got everything ready to roll. Like, got my wife. I was like, babe, we're going out. Gonna <laughs> Dude, I got a boat gonna, now. I got a boat. <laughs> so... <laughs> so we take the boat out to a spot good lake i had a huge well okay so launch the boat pain in the ass i'm i'm dragging that huge motor from my apartment because like I, this is like a high theft area so i can't just like leave it all out so i'm gonna like chained up carry this motor so I carry into your house. 90 90 pounds of motor like to my the back of my apartment. <laughs> so I get the motor out there. I get the freaking 70 pound battery out there. I get everything hooked up. I drag the troller out there, blah, blah, blah. All the life vests, all the coolers, all the blah, blah, blah. So we get it all out there. We get out to the lake. I back it up for four hours, getting it where it is. Cause I drive a big truck and like this thing is, you know, got a short trailer. So it's like so right long. angles every time you cough. And then, so I get it. <laughs> so I get it backed up. I get it in the water. Forgot the plug. <laughs> I did that my first time too. Oh my god! Yes. I was like, 
What the hell? There's a hole at the boat. No, yes, there's a hole in the boat. Holler at us if you forgot the plug your first (laughs) time put in. And you don't want to holler at me if you didn't, because you're smarter than me. That's fine. And think you're so (laughs) cool. You think uh, you didn't sink my boat. And so (laughs) so I did. So after I get it out, I get my wife in there. She's like, Paul, there's water in here. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, so I pull the boat back on the trailer, pull it up, drain it out, put the plug back in, take the put the put the boat back in the water. Hey, we plug the hole. <laughs> so we take the motor out. Uh, we fish for a little bit. I had a, a mon. I mean, like one of the bigger bluegills I've ever seen. And I love. There's nothing I love more in this world than like a big bluegill on the line. Yep. so good and so, and so I'm, I'm like having fun i'm like sitting on the front of this thing i'm like king of the world go to uh go to our like second spot yank on that cord <laughs> like baddest shit. sound in the shit. world <laughs> rip on it again paul is there anything wrong back there no! <laughs> exactly. i'm fine rip on the cord again no, it's it's dead i'm Just like gone. oh son of a gun uh, trollers out of batteries. <laughs> it's not. Something happened with the tender. It wasn't charged. Charge. Yeah, there's no way. So pissed. So I'm like, all right, we'll get. I bought oars. I bought oars for this boat. Nice this ones. Fine. Long wooden. Got the brass oar oh, holder. Yeah. I I'm did like, that too. Oh, yeah. Get these puppies out. Nah, too short. Oars too short. Can't go anywhere. I'm like, so oh. my ass off. Guess where I went? Nowhere. I'm like. It was like a river trip. I'm a, like, li- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eighty percent to go one inch an hour, and oh. and I'm like, so I'm like, well, what do you do now? So I I'm like, babe, this is not gonna be fun. Whatever I say for the next two hours, just ignore me. So I just strip down, grab the grab a bow line, jump in the water, and I always swam that boat back. <laughs> swam that boat back. Yes. <laughs> like, brutal. <laughs> Absolutely. Freaking brutal. And uh, oh my God. I think I kept the boat for another, had to be six months. And then, and then you know, we had a couple other outings. It's not like we didn't have fun on it, but I never trusted it because it didn't have a nice motor. And mm. that was, that thing it was a 58. And I mean, it's a Johnson, but they don't run forever. And uh, I mean, I bought a new, I bought a new gas tank for that thing. I, I, I put money into that boat. Now I made it all back. So I did make the money back when I sold it, which is crazy. But yeah, I sold that boat. And you know, <laughs> I learned, I mean, honestly, I <laughs> I learned I learned a lot about boats. I'll tell you that. Yep. I did. I learned a ton about boats. Um, I did though that's when I switched over to kayaks. Mm-hmm. And I gotta be honest with you, I know we dog on boats a lot. They're sweet. If you know what you're doing with the boat and you got the time and you got the space and the money, I don't think hard. we I don't think we dog. I them. do. I, I think I we just say we're not. We suck as boat owners, is what we've said. We owner. suck. I don't think I'm born to be a boat owner, but I'm about to buy this tiny boat with paddles. But Hell I just, yeah. I do. I after getting a kayak, I appreciated just being able to drag it around. I appreciated not having a motor. I appreciated being able to load up and like I load up in, in legitimately less than less five minutes. Three minutes. Yeah. And it's like I. I had what I need. I appreciate moving under my own power. I learned a lot, like a lot. And I was humbled <laughs> many, many times, <laughs> many times while owning that boat. Uh, but I did learn a lot. So yeah, that was dude, brutal outing. I Too think cool. a lot of, 
I certainly hope that someone is like laughing their ass off right now because they're like, I had that day. Or they're like, I was watching you, you dumbass. Dude, yeah, exactly. It's like you got to imagine either boat owners, if they if, if you have a really expensive boat, like give us some thoughts here. Did you start with a cheaper boat or not? And if you didn't, did you grow up around boats? Because like I've known a lot of people that have really nice boats, but they grew up around boats like their parents family members they all had boats they as you know they were 11 they backed the boat off the or down the boat ramp the first time like cool i tried my first time at 31 and i failed miserably and yeah. some guy was in line ahead of me and he was like hey bro what are you doing and i was like i'm getting it up what do you think here. i'm doing <laughs> sinking my boat right here do you mind yeah. give me a moment god to throw away five thousand dollars go away yeah i hope you don't mind <laughs> but I, I just said it was actually kind of funny. I, I think probably new boat owners or people backing down a ramp the first time. I'll, I'll say not everybody's going to react this way, but like this guy was kind of testy the first time. He was kind of pissed off. And I was like, I get it. I said, hey, man, I'm sorry. This is my first boat. I've never backed it in before. And he actually said, hey, man, no problem. I get it. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. And he let me pull out and drain the boat and try again. And I got <laughs> it. And I, I thought that was really cool. So, you know, if you guys see, yeah, be, be kind. Respect. Be kind, yeah, thank you, sir. Kind sir, wherever you are. Hopefully you're yeah. listening. That'd be bad. <laughs> that would be crazy, right? But it was cool. It was like at my home lake. And I was like, oh, nobody is ever here. I go there. There's four boats. And I was like, <laughs> I first day, this is not what I need. The, only thing, that, the <laughs> only thing that rivals the social stress of backing up a boat <laughs> is being on like a 45 degree hill at the top of it on a left-hand turn when it's like your second time driving a stick shift with like 300 cars Ooh. behind you. Ooh. I'm, Dude, I've done that too. I've stalled out in an intersection in the middle. Yeah, of, that's what I'm saying. Like you're at a left-hand I'd turn. I'd be like, sorry, everyone. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Dude, it, I don't, I think that's maybe, and it's so, that is such a fleeting thing, right. but it's very time sensitive. Yeah. The boat thing is not fleeting at all, and also time sensitive. It is a very, very stressful situation. Yeah. So if you guys see a new boat owner, be kind. Just be kind. Maybe, Maybe pay, give them pay it, help. Pay it forward. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. If you are a nice person, and get out of here if you're not. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. You're Next. allowed one more. I'm gonna mine. I have one that I can do quickly. All right, I have two quick ones. I do want to address the one for the road. So here's, I want to address. Oh, OTR. Yeah, OTR, the establishment of OTR, and then I'll do the beer Cinco as my, right. my next. Uh, should I do that or the uh, fly fishing trip? That's, that's probably a big one. That might be a one for a whole nother podcast. We, you like know, this, we can do these we can do fly time. fishing we stories. Can do, we can do stories. This will be intermittent. The fly fishing story is probably one of the most epic trips and far as as far as like things that have happened <laughs> that it will be a really long story but if you guys want to hear it let it let us know no huh? we're gonna we'll do epi- we'll, we'll like do wait five episodes we'll do another we'll do another stories episode fair enough all right so i do want to do the bear single then but the one for the road <laughs> I, th- I think was established on the salmon trip pretty sure i'm willing to bet on it at any right. rate what happened it started that day and it was probably because we were just taking giant pulls of bourbon and catching tons and tons of bass. So like 
if you guys have seen Paul and I catch fish on a YouTube video, you have an idea of the level of just like surreal enjoyment we were having at that moment. Plus add bourbon into that. We were just like on another freaking planet. And at one point we were just catching them so hard. We were like, what do we do? Do we leave? We can't. Leave. <laughs> and then we just established it was like school. 930 at night. It was so late. Yeah. It was, so it was getting really dark and we're just like, we, we gotta, we gotta go. And we had well, to be at the We had to set up camp and we had to get up super early the next day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we had to be there to meet our boy Doug the next day, real, real bright and early. <laughs> he was late. He was late, <laughs> but it was. Uh, that's also another trip that's super long, another time. Uh, but yeah, so I think we just kept catching fish, so we finally just said, "All right, this is it. We're calling it one for the road." And it was just like whoever catches the next fish, we got to leave. Like at. But that it's more. But it's morphed because that. That trip was it, like you had to cut you had to cut yourself off on that trip. I was That's like, yeah, all right, we gotta stop. We got this is the last one. It morphed from like that. No more for you. To, You've the had exact, to the exact opposite, which is like we can't leave until we, we catch, catch one catch more. One. <laughs> so so yeah, it was born in a, such a positive moment that is like nigh unachievable <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean i've had cl- i've had days close to that before but there's so few and far between right but yeah. so so what happens now is that's where otr was born we call it otr which is one for the road uh but now we call it when we have to get the frig out of here before our wives <laughs> kill us so we're just like dude it's been eight hours we've caught one fish this was literally a trip recently <laughs> that yeah, is oh, yeah. not on the channel because it was so bad <laughs> for me yeah. That was uh, I had a, I had a terrible. We both had a terrible day. You caught fish though, which is an obvious win. But you know w- what happened is you you know you're out there forever and ever and ever, and you're trying, and other people are catching fish, and we're just mad and angry, and we want to go home, but we don't. And that's when you call it. So you say one for the road, and your hope is that. And many times it's worked. To be fair, many times it's worked. I'm almost never let down by OTR, but oh, yeah. it, it's like eighty twenty. I'll say it's 80, 20, 80% of the time. And the positive. I'm not yeah. Let down. yeah. I'm, I'm not let down yet. 20% of the time you say it and you're like, well, shoot, I guess I'm living here now. But <laughs> usually it's like, you know, we we're, we're having a rough day or whatever. And we just call it. And one of us will pick one up on like the next couple of casts. And we're like, yes. And the amount of, and then you put all your shit down. Yeah. Then you have <laughs> we you have to commit. It is a binding it's law. One for the road. You got it's your not, one for the road. Nope. Time to hit the road. That's it. No matter who catches it, they are basically the winner of that day. And you got like no matter what the numbers are. You caught fifty fish, they caught one, but they Odor. caught time to get you out. <laughs> <laughs> so everything drop the poles, you gotta leave. That's yep. the rule. So I think that's important. We 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 have some slang that we'll disclose over future episodes, but that is a very, a very important odor is like that's it that's the yeah. one if you guys don't have that rule establish it now it's so because <laughs> you will it is important you'll, you'll save, save a marriage <laughs> yeah and you might and you might not die because there have been a lot of times where i probably would have stayed out on water that i should not have stayed out on way too late and gotten to camp at like freaking midnight and yeah. dangerous uh, also this weekend we hit an odor back to back double the first double odor First yeah, time that was oh that yeah you're, that's actually true. 
That was uh, so like. I'm so my my camera my my battery died. My my backup battery died. Allegedly. Literally. Here we I go. Watching, yeah. Okay. So I watched Paul send me a GoPro. You can hear it. You can hear Paul in mine. So I, that is in the YouTube video from last week. So go check that one out. That's the the Ned Rig small mouth bass fishing video. But like that was still throwing the chartreuse head. Google uh, Google Google. Googan rattling Neds. <laughs> At any rate, so we we're still throwing those. I cast one like right behind a log jam, uh, and then I caught one. And then you drifted 50 yards down and did the exact same thing right behind and the we, next log we had jam. Just called odor. We had just like I didn't have time to put my crap down. Yes, it it was fantastic. So we doubled up and then we bailed and it was great. So one for the world, very important rule. Establish it now. You'll save your marriage and possibly your life. Possibly your life. Um. So so that does that count as my story? That's that's more of like the lore. That's the lore. That's the lore of the channel. I like. I think that's a good spot. I want to save the rest. We can do more of these. We should just do these intermittently. What's your short story? I want to hear that. You said you had one more quickie. All right. This no, one is good. It quick it's no? funny. It's <laughs> funny. It's pretty quick. So we're out. We had been out on this piece of water that flows in one direction. <laughs> one might call it a river. <laughs> we don't know where. Undisclosed. If you will. <laughs> and, and it had rained all freaking day. And... Um, I, we're we're taking shelter underneath a uh, underneath a bridge, <laughs> and, and I, no, I, I I go to cast. I think I was going to cast. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I knocked a rod over into the water, and uh, and I go to reach and grab it, and I couldn't grab it in time because it was kind of far from the boat actually, and just like oh, I'll cast and I'll catch it. Which with a crankbait everyone thinks they can do this this is like when you're a kid you're playing tennis and you're like you know you're not really playing tennis but you're like hitting the ball and someone hits it and you like throw the racket and you're like i'm gonna hit it back when i throw the racket like no one has ever done that in the history of mankind it's never once worked but we always never have worked false ever confidence. not ever <laughs> i was like i'll just catch it with my treble hooks oh wait that's not how a crankbait works <laughs> and so so Jeff goes to cast, but he's like in a hurry because he's, you know, wants to before the rod is sinking. Right. So he I casts good intentions, very, good intentions, very, very sporadic, like very erratically casts this thing, <laughs> hooks my shoulder. <laughs> I'm not wearing a shirt, hooks right into the meat <laughs> and starts reeling me in. <laughs> I'm like, stop. <laughs> So I'm line. I'm reaching around trying to get this rod in the water, and I literally have a crankbait in my shoulder behind me, just pulling me backwards. I didn't know I had him. I didn't needless, know I had you. I just like it stuck somewhere. I don't get it. I'm just. I got it. Needless to say, I don't have that rod anymore. That and, rod and and I'm never right. getting it back. <laughs> That was so freaking insane. It was a good day. Oh, what a trip. Actually, it was actually, yeah, it was a really tough day. We did end up catching a decent amount. I caught my first trolling with a trolling crankbait, not in your shoulder, in the water. It was more successful that way. And you plugged bluegill like nobody's business. I did. And I had, but I had one really big bass. Yep. 
and all the way up to the boat and then lost it. And that I really, Oh, your trip ended so hard. So your trip ended with lost rod hooked by friend. And then you lost like three crankbaits in a row. One, one like just wrapped around a tree in every facet of the tree. And you were just like, it's dead. And then you left. But like right before that was that bass, like you were casting that the crankbait you later lost. You were casting that like that shallow diving crank. And you, I saw that I watched this in horror as the giant splashes were coming towards your boat and then it just popped off. It was gone. And Paul shut down like a robot recharging. <laughs> just went head to ground. That was, <laughs> that was like the... There. That was a brutal... It was a fun day, but that was a brutal, brutal, brutal day. That was yeah. tough. We, we dragged our kayaks down very steep stairs that did not end in a landing, people. Stairs to water. Stairs that, was, that went straight to water. <laughs> we slid our boats man. down them. That it was, was a tough bad. day. And I got yelled at by some guy for trying to help him catch a fish. Who? Remember we were at the area yeah, the where guy? the road hits the water yeah. that moves <laughs> in one direction. Parking and lot by water? Uh, I wouldn't call it a parking lot. <laughs> oh, the God. area. Well, the area. Now they're <laughs> and, researching every parking lot so in the country. Yeah, I know. <laughs> by a river. <laughs> Good. A river? Why would you give that away? Oh, um, my God. There's a dam. Oh, no. <laughs> I've gone too far. There's dams within a, a, a mile. Well, now they have a one in five hundred chance of finding our spot that sucks. <laughs> We're like, it was terrible. Don't go there. It's terrible. <laughs> and so, yeah, there's this dude, and he's like, you know, bobber fishing, and he he gets For a fish, and he is he is struggling. Oh yeah, he, he was, wasn't he wasn't having fun. He, he was, was ten like, feet above the water. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And it, it was kind of like an older guy who was like not moving very well. And I'm like, I didn't want I to think be a he jerk. fell like, down. Yeah, he was like really struggling. And I was like, hey, yeah. do you want help? And he kind of like didn't give me a committed, committed answer. I had a net in my hand already because I was loading up my boat. I'm standing like 30 feet from like where he's trying to reel the fish in. So I walk over there and I'm like, I'm like waving the net. I'm like, I can help you. And he's like, no. And I was like, all right, bro. Yeah, so he was, just, we just walked away. He didn't. He not, speak I get it. English, like, I, though, he didn't speak English. I think he thought literally you were taking his fish, and he was I catching those to eat. Me, I just felt really bad because it seemed like he really wanted to catch. I mean, I agree that like I understand that like if you were just somebody who like was enjoying like the battle, you know, do it yeah. up and like basically get out of my face, loser. I get that, <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, I, I was like. Man, he's really not having any fun. <laughs> well, he was but. ten feet off the bank in a handrail section that had no trail, mind you, down to the water. We made a trail. We went it was through a the big woods. Drop off, and he was not. It was bad, and he was fighting like a gigantic carp. It was big. Yeah, it was. It's like, what is this guy gonna do? He's he's I got just like twelve pound test line. <laughs> I just wanted to net it for him. I really just wanted to help, but yeah, it was yeah. that wasn't fun. Good, no. good, good story though. A little quickie. <laughs> it was, it was a good one. I was there. There were. See, it's important to say this too, though. Maybe one partial lesson from that is uh, the the inverse of learning situation here is like that guy was a dick, but not everybody who's fishing on the waters you're fishing is a dick. A lot of people fishing your waters are awesome because we usually the homeowners on the water are awesome. Usually, if you're cool, they're cool. But remember going by that guy and he had a pontoon labeled like the Bass Hunter. 
or something. And we we're like, dude, cool name. And he walked down and he told us everything to throw that day. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, throw a black trick worm on a jig and like just wacky rig it. And I was like, okay. And I did. And I caught a rock bass moments after mm-hmm. moments after mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, thanks dude. And yep. the guy later was like, yeah, there's tons of bluegill here. And if you troll, you can catch bass. And then you plugged <laughs> those bluegill, things happen. And then I trolled and caught a bass. So I mean, you know, if, if you're not a dick to them, they're not going to be a dick to you usually. And if you ask them for tips, pointers, as long as you're nice about it, like we didn't even ask. It's they just, just like awkward. real life. It's just like real life. Be cool. Be kind to one another. People is what we're saying. A message brought to you by the Burley Fishing Podcast. And if you need help, it's OK to That's ask. Fine. What fine. does that mean? <laughs> you can't ask for help. What are you dumb? Of course you need to, but it is like going, I will say it is like going to the gym though, too. If you're new. So if you're new, it seems intimidating, but just imagine yourself on the other side of things where like, you know, something very well, like say you're at work and you're an expert and someone's like, hello, please help me. Typically you're not gonna be like, screw off. (laughs) But what are you dumb? You don't know how to do that. (laughs) 90% of the time, 90% of people are going to be like, yeah. Even if they're like begrudgingly like fine, I'll help. Like it, yeah. most people are cool. Yeah, hundred percent. Don't be afraid to ask for help, especially if you're the newbie. And if you're not the newbie and you're the expert, then stop being a prick. Don't be a prick. <laughs> <laughs> Just help the newbies, man. Uh, I get it. You know, if you if you live out of body of water, I'm sure there's tons of dummies. But like, if they're sober and they're being polite, be polite back. <laughs> you know, even soberish. Sober, sober ish. Yes. If they're just falling out of their boat and you're going to have to save their life, I get it. I get being pissed off, but sober ish or sober and they're being cool. Be cool back, man. Be cool to one another. <laughs> and that on that note, we're going to end it. <laughs> so oh, we have me with the outro. <laughs> <laughs> we probably have about, I don't know, 500,000 more stories. So if you guys want to hear more, let us know. And as always, if you have any epic stories. Email us. Uh, I'm talking like Ooh. an absolute banger. Like if you I like have that. a knockout, like like puts our stories to shame. Like we shouldn't even be on here. Email us yeah. some detail on that story. I think we need to get you on the phone and you can tell your story. I have no, I have no problem with that whatsoever. But it's got to be good. Yeah, you have to come on here on Skype with us and explain it. You're not going to do a whole episode necessarily. <laughs> we'll boot you after. But you get two hours. That's it. <laughs> you only get two hours to tell your story. <laughs> I mean, Frank, we told three stories in an hour and 13. You can do it. You can do it in four minutes. <laughs> That's what you get. Uh, but we would love no. We would love to hear stories. I love it. I would love to hear from you guys. So uh, any stories you guys got and, you know, if you want to just explain it in an email and remain anonymous, that's fine too. But if you want to hop on the podcast, sh- shit, whatever, let's do it. <laughs> good. Yeah. It better be freaking good. Like a real banger, not a danger. Not a banger, banger, but a banger. We'll explain that later. Uh, <laughs> but that's it for today, guys. So hopefully you enjoyed the stories. Uh, if you're not telling your own fishing stories to other people, your friends, your family members, whatever, do it. It's so fun. Like this is what we do on our trips is Bob we have, <laughs> we have, yeah, we will do the thing. We'll go fish and then we'll sit around the campfire and talk about previous fishing stories. Like every time we fish, it's part of the journey. It's part of the fun. Uh, so share those stories, man, share them wherever you can share them with us. If you will hit us up at info at burlyfishing.com. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at burlyfishing or on YouTube 
burly fishing go check it out and throw us a subscribe a like five star review subscribe to this thing whatever you want to do and we'll see you guys out on the water see you later